0: I'm Kim Strobel, and this is She Finds Joy. I've struggled with overcoming adversities throughout my life, feeling defeated and not having the confidence to go after what I wanted. But within every adversity, it can also sow the seed for something more in our lives. For me, that is teaching others to step into the arena of bigness, all while doing hard things and reaching for more joy and happiness along the way. I'm a truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in giving you the tools to create a life you love. Welcome to the Zero Fluff, No BS Advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. Hi, everyone. I am really excited to be on this episode with someone named Rosanna Berardi. And Rosanna is the managing partner of Berardi Immigration Law. And she is the CEO of High Wire Woman, where she helps working women create a blueprint to live their lives in a simpler way and take back their most precious commodity, their time. I cannot wait for you to meet Rosanna. She is going to share some life hacks with us on how to create
1: a life that feels really good to us in all areas. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kim. So happy to be here. I'm a big fan of your work and I'm just honored to uh, talk to your audience today.
0: Yeah. Well, I I loved when you reached out to me and you're an attorney. I'm actually in a female kind of mastermind with a lot of women and about four of them are female attorneys who are kind of um, unleashing their role as an attorney and as a mother and as a woman, and they're doing it very differently and they have their own business just like you do. Mm -hmm. And I just feel really fired up when I hear of a woman who is like kind of taking control of her own career on her terms. So tell us a little bit more about your backstory and, and, and what led you to be able to do this as an attorney. And, you know, I know you're a mother of a 15-year-old and Mm -hmm. you run a lot of this business that's 20 employees, I think you
1: told me. So I want to hear
0: more about what you do um, and how you got there.
1: Yeah, it's certainly been a wild ride. And I, I, you know, I'm kind of the minority. I was at a really large law firm here in Buffalo, you know, the biggest and the best law firm and was brainwashed for a few years. Like this is the only place to be. Um but I hated it. It was terrible. It's awful. I didn't like the people. I didn't like the culture. This was a place where they had a separate holiday party for the paralegals and the attorneys. Like they couldn't be together in the same room. Um and I was like, "What? What do you, wait, what That's do you terrible. mean?" That's terrible. Yeah, no, there was just the attorney party and, and, and we hired a paralegal and I wanted to take her out to lunch on her first day. And they were like, oh, we don't do that here. I'm like, don't do what? Um, So I was there for six years. I didn't love it. Um, It was just okay. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of things substantively. So that was good. But um, I'm a first generation Italian American immigrant. My dad immigrated from Italy in 1954. He was 14. He was an orphan, no parents, no language, no job. Um, came to Canada, then came to the U.S., married my mom, and and poof, here I am. Um, but he was self-employed his entire life. He was a hairdresser and started his own business. And you know, immigrants have a different hunger because immigrants see the possibility, right? Um, you know, without getting political or anything. When you're born in the United States things for most people are pretty easy. And that hunger, that drive of the immigrant isn't always palpable. So my dad was self-employed, my brother's a dentist, he was self-employed. So i met this law firm and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I mean, I hated it. I was contemplating going back to school. My undergraduate degree is in English. I'm like, what can I do with an English degree? I really didn't wanna be a teacher. I thought I was gonna be a librarian like, I don't know. I just don't want to be here. And my dad was like, I just go on your own. And I'm like, what? Who goes on their own? I leave, I work in the biggest law firm. And um, he was like, so what? Like, I came from another country, didn't speak the language, have no formal education. And I did fine. You know, you were born here with a silver spoon in your mouth. You can do this. And so I did. I left. I quit and was told, you'll, you'll never work in this town again. You know, it was very sour grapes. No one leaves there and is successful. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, look, I have a law degree. I can do a million things. And if it doesn't work out on my own, I'll just do something else. And that's why I wanted to get a law degree. Cause I love that it had this inherent flexibility. So I'm going to um, stop you
0: just a minute, because I think one of the things that you've said that really resonates is I do feel like so many women in particular feel very unhappy in their jobs, but they're really scared to take the leap because I don't think that we always understand how very capable we are. And I think your dad's story, like I do think that immigrants, it's almost as if they didn't have any choice, but to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps and totally try to do it themselves And so I find that there are so many immigrants who did go into the entrepreneurial world because what did they have to lose? They already didn't have anything. And so understanding that, like you said, many of us are actually born with this foundation that we don't realize that we are, most of us are going to be okay. We will land on our feet. So I thought that was really interesting. So take me now then to how that led you to make the decision you left and then what happened next.
1: So, yeah, so I left, um, I was newly married. We were married in April. I left the firm in June and my husband was very supportive from day one. He's like, whatever makes you happy. But mind you, I walked away from a pretty good deal, stability, benefits, good paycheck, um, stable paycheck. (laughs) He's like, okay. All right. So, so I did. And um, yeah. Lo and behold, we got pregnant right away. Um, <laughs> we built a house in like a six month period, married, business, pregnant, built a house, had my son Salvatore the next year. Um, I'm not sure I'd recommend that trajectory to people. It's a lot to do all those life events in a short time, but they were all things I had wanted and were blessed with. So um, those first couple years were tough. Very tough, and you know, my firm was me, me working from home, and I had this lofty idea that I was going to have this baby that I would just put next to me, and I would just continue to work. Yeah, no, I had the kid that was colicky, didn't sleep, and had eczema, and was a disaster for like the first year of his life. Poor honey, um, wasn't his fault, but yeah, those first couple of years, whoo, I did the best I could, but I was still able. You know, I had like one client that followed me from the old firm. So I started at least with one firm, one client and just kept building it really slowly, but very authentically. I did things very different. I was at a firm that the only thing that mattered was quantifying your time and sending out your invoices. I mean, they could care less about the client and, you know, seeing my dad as an entrepreneur, he was a hairdresser. My mom was a housekeeper in a nursing home. They were very, very engaging with the people around them. And that's how I started my practice with just I love that. becoming super close to all my clients. I mean, I have clients now from 20 years ago that I still keep in contact with. I mean, because you,
0: you built that relationship with them. It was about yeah, the relationship more than the it, invoice. It's
1: all about the relationship, all yeah. about the relationship. And so as my son started to sleep better, And, you know, got a little bit older, like my hours were his hours. Um, You know, I used to just work like nine to one or nine to two, and then he went to school and, you know, now I work a little bit longer, but I've always had the flexibility to be able to pop out um, for his events. And I love to pick him up from school. He's 15. He's going to be driving himself very soon. And I love our car time
0: um, because it's really the
1: only time I I get him unencumbered these days. I know. Yeah. you know, that freedom, you can't put a price tag on that freedom. I agree. it's, It's been hard, but I've learned that my passion is truly being an entrepreneur. I mean, I love the business of the law firm. I love the clients. I love the work. I'm not really, I'm not creating documents and drafts and writing legal arguments anymore. I've been doing this for almost 25 years. Um, I love the business side and the business piece. And I work with women that want to do the same thing. And they're like, how the heck do you do this? And, yes. you know, I, I've i broken it down and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: You have a blueprint for it. I love that word. So I know that you, one of the things that you teach, because you're kind of like me, it's like we have this corporate side to us, but then we also have this side that's like, I really want to serve women. And you- have ways of making life simpler. And I think we're all trying to find, how can I simplify my life? So can you give us a few of your life hacks for how to do
1: that? Sure. So during the pandemic, um, I started my little side hustle called High Wire Woman. Um, I have a podcast, a website. I don't really have services to sell. I love providing content to women who want to make their lives easier. And part of that is life hacks. Hack your life away, people. We live in a world of convenience. Lean in. You do not have to do everything from scratch. Please don't do everything yourself. Please outsource your life away as best as you can. And maybe you don't have a huge budget to do that, but there are some really simple things. So one of my favorite, and it's super basic, but I I spend a lot of time talking to women about using Instacart which is grocery delivery. So I'm on the East Coast. I'm sure you have something similar in your area, maybe called something different. Yeah. Um, We have Walmart where you can pick up groceries. You just go online and yeah. Whatever you have for groceries, please use. Do not go to the grocery store two hours every weekend. Your tomatoes, your produce, not that important. People will argue with me all the time about- but I like to pick my own cantaloupe so I can't get my groceries ordered. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Do you want to trade an hour or two every week of your life to pick your cantaloupe? Does it really matter to you that much? It's like, oh, it's expensive. Okay. It's like five bucks more a week. What's your time worth, right? Yes. What's your time worth?
0: Yes. Yes. And I know, like, I was just reading the other day in this Facebook group, it was um, these high achieving women who were like just so struggling with cooking and providing for their family. And like one lady commented, because I I, I always felt tremendous stress around that too, because cooking doesn't come naturally to me. And she's like, I literally, like, we're overcomplicating it. She goes, I get bags of brown rice, bags of broccoli, and I get some fish and some chicken. And that's what we eat for the week. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing like, I was doing these recipes like Monday, here's the recipe for this. And Tuesday, yeah. here's the recipe for this. And I'm like, what a genius idea. Like even simplifying the menu and reusing it for, you know, we can eat a meal more than one time in a row. It's not going to kill us. And so <laughs> I love that. And I love that you're saying like, gosh, it's time to move to this. Give it a try.
1: Yeah. I don't use any recipes. I am very simple rotisserie chicken, a bag of salad. Done
0: right, like that's
1: a five minute meal.
0: Oh, I have to tell you something about the rotisserie chicken. Get this, I had no idea. Like, we grocery shop at Walmart, I wish I had Whole Foods and all that crazy stuff, but I don't. And so, the rotisserie chicken in the Walmart did you know that they actually shred that and put it in containers? And so, like, when I did go to make a yeah, they shred it. So, like, if you're going to have fajitas or anything chicken based, or like, I was making a soup, so I went and just bought containers of it shredded. I'm not going to shred that dang chicken. Oh God. No. Yeah. And I was like, this is genius. Like it tastes amazing. It's not the canned chicken. Right. Right. And I was like, I just discovered they had that.
1: That's amazing. You could throw that on a salad. You could throw it on rice. You could throw it on vegetables, right? Super easy, really healthy, quick, quick, quick. You got to lean into all this stuff. Now the Instacart service that we have in New York state, not only will just deliver groceries, but they'll deliver gifts, they'll deliver cosmetics. Um, and even if you don't have that Uber, Uber is not just about transporting people. Uber has Uber eats, they'll transport food. They have Uber shipping or delivery packages. Oh my
0: <laughs> gosh. I love so that.
1: So my friend was just in the hospital. I bought him a gift. I didn't have time to drop it off. Click on Uber. They delivered it yes simple easy ten dollars right
0: and you know that's so funny because the other day I was shopping I had these little Christmas villages (laughs) and they needed a little um one of those little electric light cords and so I googled it and of course I was like oh good I can get these on Amazon and then I saw where they popped up on Walmart and I'm like oh I guess I could drive the 10 minutes to Walmart I'm probably gonna pay more if I order this for Amazon and I'm like oh my gosh no way I could be done with this task in three seconds. I don't care if it's an extra five bucks, like I'm doing, and I'm not trying to sound privileged or anything. I'm understanding that for me, (laughs) you know, I can do that. But like, sometimes we have to have those conversations because like my mom, she'll still drive 20 minutes away to save $10 on the gallon, sorry, 10 cents on the gallon for gas.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, and again, I'm sensitive to all of the reasons why somebody would do that. But if you don't have to, then don't, or cut somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, cut back as many, think about all the things you do in one day and see how you can outsource those things. I mean, it's, there are so many services now. Our phones just have apps and options, (coughs) excuse me. Post nasal drip in November. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay.
0: You drink your water. Yeah, I agree. And it's like being able to do it. And this is what I say. Like, did I feel guilty for a second? Because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm being frivolous with my money. Cause I'm probably paying $5 more for these electrical things through Amazon. And then I was like, okay, so feel the guilt and do it anyway, because I live in a modern world and this is how we function. And I don't have to have those old scripts of guilt playing in in my background all of the time. Hello, everyone. I wanna pop in here and tell you about the Happy Academy that launches in May. Back when I was struggling with so many things in my life, I found a secret that changed my life and caused a major breakthrough. What is that secret? Well, I found coaches, courses, and programs to guide me, and I started investing in me because I believe I am my greatest investment towards reaching my full potential. I want to invite you to join me for the Happy Academy, where I will teach you how to overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and give you strategies that will help you tap into the person you are meant to be. If you don't step forward with the confidence, believing in the power of your dreams, you risk sitting on the sidelines your whole life. Let me tell you something. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. The world needs your magic. Your time is now, and the world and you can't wait any longer. Go to strobeleducation.com forward slash the dash happy dash academy and get on our wait list so you are the first to know
1: when it launches this may i feel the same about cleaning your own house cleaning your house these days is a lot of work i mean people are working 40 plus hours trying to get meal on the table then on the weekends you really want to be cleaning your bathrooms and i understand cleaning a house can be pricey but i have friends and i recommend this method They'll have somebody come in every other week, or they will have someone come in once a week and just clean their downstairs one week and they're upstairs the other week. Break it up. Even if it's once a month to do a deep, deep clean, then at least you're just doing surface stuff. Um, but to try and do a whole house is so much time and effort. And I think is the reason that so many women are so unhappy because there's all these, the laundry list of stuff is just crazy and laundry Don't even get me started on laundry. If you live in a town that has a service that will pick up and drop off your laundry, please go without your Starbucks coffee every day. Go without getting your nails done. Have somebody fold your underwear. It's life-changing.
0: Yes, yes. I know for me, like I have a house cleaner that comes every week. And, but like she does a full cleaning on one week. And then on the off week, I just tell her, I'm going to pay you for two hours, do my floors and countertops, yep. you know? Um, And then I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, I just, I know that it's silly and I don't go through a ton of laundry, but I'm like, I just really get these like nasty feelings in my mind when I have to like get my laundry done and I hate folding it and I hate putting it away. And I, I'm, oh, I'm saying this to you right now. And I'm thinking some people are thinking, oh, Kim, real, well, that's nice that you, you know, I don't feel like I'm being spoiled. I don't want to do those things. I have other things here in my office that I'm trying to get done and accomplish in the world. So I was thinking, I'm going to ask my house cleaner, like literally, will you start folding? I'll show you how I like my underwear folded. Cause I do like them folded a certain way yep. and I'll show you where they go and everything else. And I'd like you to start taking that over. And I also want you to wash my
1: bed sheets once a week. Cause I'm done with that. <laughs> we must be related because I asked the same exact thing this year of my cleaning person. And It has been life-changing, life-changing. I'm happy. I've had my law firm for 16 years. I told her the other day on Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for you because this is the first time where I walk into my home and I'm relaxed. I'm not angry. Oh, I love that. There's not laundry baskets everywhere. I'm not miserable. Like I look forward to going home. Where in the past. I'd be like, oh my God, it's Friday. There's like 10 loads of laundry to do. The house is a disaster. The countertops need to be wiped down. Yes.
0: It's okay to pay people to do this if you can. And I realize that not everybody's in that predicament, but I'm also going to ask you to stretch yourselves a little bit because you sometimes, and I had to do this last year with COVID, you know, like I went from being on a hundred plus stages to being on four. So I had to decide. I had to go through my list and say, okay, what needs to go away? Because it's it's not affordable right now. Right. But then. But, but then what is still affordable? What is, a, what is a priority that I'm not willing to give up? And so like, okay, would I rather have my house clean than my Starbucks every day? Then maybe you choose that. Maybe you want your Starbucks and your messy house. That's okay too. Right. But what I'm saying is there are more ways to do this. And if it's the guilt that's hanging you up, sometimes I tell people that they'll tell me it's the money. And then the more deeper we get, it's the damn guilt. It's that they tell themselves, oh, I don't want to waste 80 bucks on this. When I could go do this with my family. Um, I, we could go to the movies. We could go out to dinner. That's a decision that you have to make, but I'm also saying like, if guilt is the reason you're not doing it, cause you're telling yourself you need to take all that on. I'm going to ask you to fight back on that belief.
1: And so many women have this martyr sim- syndrome of, I have to do everything myself. It must be done myself. Maybe 50 years ago, but not today. There's not so today. many ways that you could shortcut your life. And people say to me all the time, how do you do that? How do you, how do you get all this stuff done? How do you have these parties? How do you do this trip? I'm like, I outsource 90% of the things in my life that I don't want to do so that I have the time to do the things I enjoy. And at a certain point of a career, you can, the money I would spend on cleaning my house, I can make that back very quickly if I worked another one or two hours, right? So um and and it's okay to lean into that. There's no shame. I mean, you know, I, I remember like five years ago people would be like, oh I, I have a cleaning lady. Like it was it was like the secret. No one wanted to be like, guess what? I don't clean my bathroom anymore. Now everyone's like, do you have a cleaning lady? Because my cleaning lady quit I need a cleaning lady. Uh which one cleaning? lady you know like yes. rejoice. Rejoice. I know lean in.
0: Yeah. And it's a way of loving yourself and women struggle to love themselves. And it is a way of loving ourselves because I think that self-love is the root of so many of our problems. We are afraid to love ourselves. And I think like, look at your, what you do, what, what you do in a day's time. Why can you not love the person who does the most for you in a day's time, which is you And you're allowed to celebrate that person and to give gifts to that person. Now, I wanna know, because you had said something before we started this interview about travel hacks, and I just cannot leave this
1: interview without knowing what a travel (laughs) hack is. (laughs) So, I love to travel, and there's so many ways of making travel uh, more pleasant than it can sometimes be. So, one of my favorite travel hacks did you know if you're in an airport? And let's say you miss your connection and you have a long layover, you know, four hours or something. There are lounges in the airport that are generally reserved for people that belong to like American Express or the United Airlines Club. There's a website called Lounge Buddy. Lounge Buddy allows you to put the airport you're stuck in, like I'm in the Orlando airport. They'll tell you there are five lounges in the Orlando airport. You can buy a pass for one day For $50 or whatever the price is, it varies depending on where you are in the U.S., you go into that lounge like you're a member, free food, free drinks. Some places have showers, napping areas, um, you know, charging stations. It is so much better than sitting outside of the gate at the airport. Oh, my gosh. I travel a lot. So this is really helpful. Lounge Buddy will change your life. Okay, okay. All Check. right, so that's one. Is there another one? Yes, another one that I just started using, um, which I really like, um, is called Lugless, L U G L E S S. Lugless allows you to ship your bags ahead of time to your destination for the same price or cheaper than baggage fees.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm I'm going to drop all of this in the
1: show <laughs> notes notes for you guys. And I have No affiliate relationship. I have no stake in the game of any of these companies. Um, Lugless, if you're worried about losing your luggage, the airline's losing your luggage when you're traveling, you can ship your stuff ahead. Lugless makes it really really simple and really easy to do that. Now
0: I need to figure out how to have someone at the hotel go ahead and unpack all my stuff and put it in the drawers and
1: waiting for me. (laughs) Hey, there's a business there. Women unite, figure that one out. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, I love that. And I have a school teacher, Tiffany, she teaches math right now, but she's actually launched her own travel business. Um, And what she does is help people um, find travel hacks as far as destinations that they can go to that are affordable. And I think it's um, adventurous travel by Tiffany is the name of it, but um, oh, cool. I'm going to share these with her. Cause she may not know about these two little, so I'm going to share that when we get off this, this episode, that's fantastic. And I, I
1: have one more before you let me go that I absolutely love. So if you're going, you go around and you speak and you're doing high pressure talks and stuff. There's a company called Priv P R I V. If you want to get your hair and your makeup done in your hotel room, Priv will come to you. They'll do your nails, they'll do a massage, they'll do your hair. You don't have to, if you're in Philadelphia, you don't have to try and find, you know, a place to get your hair done or your nails done. They will come to you. Girl, okay, so I'm always doing this when I'm on the
0: road. I am like- oh, I've got downtime. Where can I find a massage? Where can I get my toenails done? Or like, if I'm going to have um, videoing going on, I need my hair and makeup done. So you're speaking my, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm like, gonna. I feel so
1: much better <laughs> about upcoming travel. <laughs> I'm telling you it's these little things because traveling is stressful, right? And especially if you're traveling for business and you've got to go on stage and speak, like that's complicated. If you can just knock some of these things out, um, you have, priv ready to go. I mean, before COVID I had, I got an award. I had to make a speech. I was in Philadelphia. I had a girl knock on my door. She came in, she did my hair, did my makeup, felt like a celebrity and it's market price. I mean, you're, you're going to pay what you're going to pay at any salon. Yeah. Um, so easy. I didn't have to go anywhere.
0: Oh my you gosh. And She, she
1: came it. at like 7am. Um, oh, it was wonderful. great. Wonderful. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing.
0: Oh my gosh, this is awesome! Okay, so before we leave, I want you to tell people where they can connect with you. So I know you have a podcast. It's called High Wire Woman. Now and that middle word is hard. Spell that out for them. High wire. W i r e. W i r e. Like, like walking
1: on the wire, the high wire of life. Oh, nice. Um, high wired. Okay. High woman. wire woman dot com. Um, I have a website again. I don't have a lot to sell. I love sharing life hacks with women. Um, my podcast, I usually interview women like you that can solve problems for women. My episodes are short and sweet 15 to 20 minutes. The time it takes you to put your makeup on and do your hair. Yeah. You'll learn something fun and walk away with a few tips that will allow you to move quicker and stay on the high wire of life. Love it. We'll drop her podcast in the show
0: notes as well. Thank you so much for being with us today. I love anything that can make our life simpler, but I also love that you're not afraid to take care of yourself. Like, I think that might be my favorite thing about you is that you're not afraid to do things differently than generations of women before us. And I think you even told me before we came on that you th- you know that your mother who passed away is who had to like you said make her own mashed potatoes and just do like instead of she's not shaming you she's celebrating absolutely (laughs) have the opportunity to do that you're not forced to do these things anymore so we need to embrace some of that
1: yeah for sure it's really important to live by your own script and embrace the technology and the modern conveniences we have we they are created for a reason use them you might not have a huge budget to use them but life is a lot about choices and make sure you choose some time for you. I'm going to be 50 next month. And I just started getting comfortable in the last year or two of celebrating, taking care of me. Absolutely. You know, going for a massage, that. live
0: your, live your own script,
1: live your own script. That's, own script. Go that's for the a title massage, of your book. If you decide it. to write a book right there, there you go. Got <laughs> Thank it. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Kim. You take care now.
0: Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy show today. I'm so honored that you chose to listen to this episode. As always, this conversation will be continued in my free private Facebook group called She Finds Joy. You can join that group by going to Kimstruble.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other people just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we drop a new episode every other Wednesday. So make sure you subscribe Go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you can leave a five-star review and write a few sentences letting me know what you thought. It's so very important to get people to leave a review for my podcast. The reviews help me get higher on the iTunes list and that will show up when people are searching for a new podcast and it will really help us get new subscribers. So if I could ask one little favor for you just to go to kimstrubble.com forward slash review, give us a review and give us a comment and let us know what's been helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. I am really honored to be a part of this community with you.